Coming to you live from a country whose national treasure is a copy of Kangaroo Jack on DVD. It's time for Destiny Down Under. episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. We turn 200 years old and Matt and I feel every single day of the 200 years that we've turned today. Um, we've got some very special guests today. But before we get to that, I just want to apologize for the fact that like Ausgrid is shit. Like not an apology from me, but an apology that Australian power is shit. Because this was meant to happen precisely 24 hours ago where everyone's looking forward to getting it, bloody doing their fucking Friday night, Saturday morning thing. And uh Completely fucked it. So, Osgrid, grow up. You're an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> now that I've got that off my chest, we'd like to welcome a couple of guys that probably know a little bit about raiding at this point, just maybe a little bit. Uh, Artera, Soto Solace from Luminous, boys that managed to get through, clear the Deepstone Crypt first, and uh, etch their names onto the annals of history and belts for... Uh, <laughs> The, the foreseeable future. Like, um, welcome, guys. I mean, it's the first time you've, you've been on the show, obviously. It's, I think we've talked about it before. But anyway, um, welcome uh, and congratulations from everyone, uh, well, from us and from everyone else in the Aussie community and the, the ANZ community. How are you going? I'm just going to leave Matt because Matt's cranky. Yeah. We're going to circle back to Matt in a minute. I'm not going to talk oh, to you. Oh, you know, do you know what I was fucking thinking? I was like, oh, how can I make a handout joke? And I was like, no, too far. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, no, nah, don't do it. No, so whatever. Matt's been, Matt's been put on the ice because he's angry and may say fucking inappropriate things. But <laughs> boys. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a big week for the community, I guess. We can probably fucking circle around and talk about that later because I think uh, yep. uh, everyone's got a take on it and deservedly so. But congratulations, dudes. Um, how's how's your week been? We always start with this kind of like just catching up because it's just basically me and Matt monetizing our friendship. But you've probably had a week unlike many others have ever had a week, right? So if you want yeah, to yeah. Uh, walk us Definitely through it from, uh, from Sunday. Um, well, how... What time was it that you guys started? Like it would have been like seven a.m. that that it kicked off. Seven a.m. for us NZs. Yeah, that's not bad, man. Yeah. That's I like got up at like four, good. four because yeah, yeah I actually I couldn't sleep. I I tried to go to bed early the night before, and naturally I woke up after two hours, so I was up since like sort of one a.m. just anticipating oh. it. So Jesus, <laughs> oh right, yeah. Well, it didn't didn't hold you back quite clearly. That's how it is, though. <laughs> I think everyone was a bit the same. I tried to go to bed at like fucking 10, which is pretty early for me, and just lay yeah. there like, yeah, staring at the roof is fucking rad. It's hard enough getting getting to bed when you're excited for something like that, and it's been yeah. about a year since we've had a raid race, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like Christmas, it man. It was, it was great. It was great. And I like admittedly, because Matt and I did our own thing on, on race day, I didn't manage to catch any of the stream, but um, like... How how was it? How did you find it? And um, you know, how did? Congratulations to all six of you too. I'll, I'll go through it 
Terra, obviously. Soto, obviously. Claw, Flux, Shenzi. How do you fucking say that? Shenzi? Shenzi. That's a name. You got it. (laughs) And Siege Dancers. Thank you for the three of you other guys for having conventional names. Shenzi. uh, (laughs) Try hard. Throwing the curveball. Yeah, so obviously you guys have been playing together for a long time, right? Like that's... Mm-hmm. Is that is that you have yeah. been working at this for a while together? Like, was there a um, regime that you had in place of practicing other stuff to get, to be able to uh, do this? Or nah, just, we, um, no, we uh, the ability. whole team of six hadn't played together just at all because uh, oh. Shenzi was new to our team. He yep. had actually never met Flux before our, our world's first attempt, so That's that was brave. the first time meeting. I think it went pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, have they played together since? I hope they haven't. I hope it's like um, no lonely ever played I'm against sure. <laughs> Flux kind of just disappears between Can't worlds first. It's a no, okay. he just does his own thing, comes back, yeah. you know, gets a place. Wandering wandering Ronin of like world's first warriors. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. So okay. um, I don't know. Obviously Matt and I got up and started drinking at five AM. <laughs> or for Matt, it was 2 a.m. He was making mojitos out of a teapot. But so yeah, look, very... I don't have a huge recollection from, from <laughs> World First Night. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you guys did that. Hey, so what? You're telling me you guys had not played together as a team of six until that exact moment. As the team yeah. of six. Uh, five as of the team of six. Have... Individually, yeah. we've probably mixed and matched apart from, you know, Flux and Shenzhen. But yeah. we've played, was there... we play together a lot. Me and Soto play together a lot. Right. In general. Was there any advantages to having someone that you didn't know? Like, does anything that came up be like, oh, that's an interesting way of thinking about it? Or like, was it just, oh, I don't know. I, I, that's a that's very unusual. For a, it, <laughs> well, actually, not yeah. really, because Mikey, Mikey and chat fucking did an LFG. Maybe that's the yeah. trick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But, I think it's not so much that, like, you know, we didn't know each other or anything like that. Because, um, like, Flux and Shenzi have been in the clan since, like, I think December-ish, like, 2018. Probably. So yeah, right. Yeah. They've been around. They've just never know. really played together. So, um, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And the, the other five of us have been on, like, our attempts for Worlds First since Crown. So, right. Um, Sh- right. Shenzi was effectively the new player, but he was already, like you know, a very talented player who played right. with us and other things. He just hadn't played with Flux before. Right. Yeah, and so what, I, what, I imagine you don't get much of a start without some natural ability. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Matty, you need to go and try out for Luminous. Show him your teapot, see if you can get in. <laughs> 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 I'm you not going to raise, see a man but drink I can... mojitos from a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right. So, what was the strat? Did you have a strat going in, and did you did you continue it? Um, we looking back at like our past attempts, we'd always, well, I had always felt that we kind of fall into a trap of seeing something that worked for other people and try and imitate that. And sometimes that's like not the most efficient way to play as like yourself. So, I sort of went in with the mindset that we should always just look for whatever works for us and kind of ignore what's going on for other people. And yeah. we went yeah, in with that. What works for you might it. not work for another team. Yeah. yeah. And were you both streaming? Setups and yeah, yeah, we were both streaming. Yeah, we and were. I was also streaming. Yeah. Yeah, right. And um, 
Because in uh, honestly, yeah, I was I was obviously blasted, so I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> did did, uh, did did, uh, did you have a lot of people come come through when you guys started to get into the lead, or were you flying under the radar with your viewership, or what, what happened? What did that? What was that like? I think we yeah. definitely flew under the radar a bit until we got to Basel, like final stand at least. Yeah, until people knew you were in the final stand sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had one wow. run before our successful attempt where we got final stand. Yeah, we had one, one run to that's... final stand where we didn't quite have enough ammo. And so <laughs> we just went back in straight after that and fixed that problem, getting special finishes and not using super and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Out, like two runs after that. What was the total time? Five, five and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was fucking watching, mate. You did it too quick. <laughs> you did it too fucking quick. No one knew you'd done it in five hours. <laughs> we, we were still on. We were still on a tracks. Shit faced. Like, I think we gave yeah, up about five and a half hours in when we were trying to figure out. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't really like lean on outside strats. We kind of just went. Oh well, we'll figure out as much of it as we can ourselves. And then we got to a tracks and we we're trying to work that out. And then I think we, we were we were getting nowhere and someone's like, here's the Reddit post of the mechanics. And we all sat there while Sassy read it out half drunk and all of us just went, I can't be bothered with this. This is it. We all quit. <laughs> yeah, so, Atrex was definitely like a, a it was big the hill gate, for man. people to get over. Walk, yeah. yeah. Um, How so, long did you spend on Atrex? Did, would you say that was the hardest like, encounter or not? Um, an hour or two hours probably. Yeah, it wasn't the most complicated in terms of mechanics, but it was just really long and quite a consistency check. So you had to really understand and get those mechanics down um, to get through it. So we spent yeah two and a half hours on there, I think, something like that. Really? Te- 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 what's your? It's like half I feel like you. Got, I feel like you've you solved those mechanics really quick. What's the? Do you have a a trick? Like, were you guys talking everything out? Do you do you mm-hmm. get in there and wipe and look at the scoreboard to see what? what objectives are, are being listed like do you mm-hmm. what just, was the thing that clicked for you like each time to to solve those things well um first we went in and uh first time the, like the clones you know did their little wipe thing uh we just wiped immediately because we shot the wrong one and right. uh <laughs> we quickly <laughs> figured out the scanner thing obviously and i think it was probably like three or four wipes before we figured out you could shoot the um Atrax like replications off other people. That's um, a bit that I would just never fucking think I, to do. It's it's something we haven't really seen mm-hmm. before, right? Yeah, I didn't realize. I don't really this remember how it happened because I I didn't I was never operator. I didn't realize that it had to be the operator shooting it. So I was just shooting it, and not doing anything every <laughs> single attempt. But yeah. thankfully, uh, Flux was always there. I think Flux was pretty much always on operator for us, and yeah, he was always invisible past the. He was on bottom floor. He picked it up. He and yep. just passed the boss to go up the elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, so, how did you just feel about that the first time you did it? The going up the space elevator. I know it's, uh, it's kind of the. I think C- awesome. I think Siege immediately yelled out something about the Halo ODST. Yeah. <laughs> Drops you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm back. Yeah. I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah. We, we we definitely really enjoyed that. That was such a cool way to like traverse the encounter. Like. Obviously, like splitting into two teams is quite a common thing in Destiny encounters, but yeah. that was a really, really cool way to do it. It's probably the mm-hmm. most dramatic way we're ever going to do it. I feel like yep. you know, it's like <laughs> oh, normally yeah. jump through this vex portal or you know, hive taken. Go through a door and it walks behind you. Yeah, this yeah. one's like get in this pod and get blasted at a million miles get in an this hour space into space elevator. <laughs> I'm like, 
So um, looking back on it, there is any- there is there something? Is there a moment that you guys sort of realised? Hang on, like we're right in this up to our teeth, and and we can make a shot at this. Or um, uh, after a trucks, a trucks, a tracks, we got really, um, we got really, uh, I guess, motivated because we uh, had someone in like uh, chats or whatever saying, you know, gigs just finished before you, Slayer just finished before you, and. Um, yeah, so at we hadn't heard no, any other teams there. before that. Yeah, so we we felt like we were on pretty good pace or whatever. And same thing, like le- leaving third encounter, someone let us know that Slayer had also um, just finished third encounter. So yeah, it was we kind of knew we were up there, but we had no idea that we we were that close right until the yeah. very end. That's beautiful. That's one I'm of those things. It's, it. it's um, a true race what, in that we're sense. At final stand. Was there a um, a build that you felt really got you through? Like, were you guys running War Mine cells, or were you running charged with light, or was there both? Yeah, so not everyone had um, a full like War Mine cell build or um, like all the mods necessary. So we had some people on. Was it Wrath and Rage of Rasputin? Yeah, Wrath, Wrath of Rasputin, Rage of the War Mind. And then other people just on like Global Reach, and then the other sort of mod slots were taken up by things like Charge with Light, Protective Light. Um, taking but, charge of protective light, yeah. Yeah. So did you guys yeah. discuss and, this ahead of time and go like, this is what we need in terms of like a six-man yeah. team composition? Or was it more about like, this is what I'm individually comfortable with and suits me as a player kind of thing or combination yeah. of the We two. kind of agreed that sort of like in terms of what was best would be something like Wrath and Rage because it just loops cells on repeat, which is just so yeah, not everyone had that, so everyone who had it would just run it and then everyone yeah. else would do their own build that worked for them. Yeah, that's yeah right. And what about weapons wise? Like, did you guys were you on the the slug shotguns the final encounter, or so? What was your DPS bringers? Uh, we we opted for double snipers, didn't we? Like it was um, yeah, Izanagi's and uh, Akilos or uh, Tumulus. Yeah, right. So you just because punching everything until the DPS fades. Is that sword? We had a sword. Yeah, Right. Sword for Adclair. <laughs> Sword for Adclair. In the greatest you know, we, moment we of overkill in Destiny history. They Here comes a drag. Heavy sword. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Much. Yeah. yeah, right. So falling, falling guillotine and then double snipers. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. Did someone have divinity? Or yep. yeah. Shinty yeah, was on divinity. Oh, respect. To the, respect to the divinity, bitch. That's, respect that's to been... the div, man. He yeah. puts in work. He doesn't get the numbers, but he puts in the work. It's only when, we, yeah. when we've been running of late, it's it's always been the person whose light is lowest. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're, I mean, not me, because I don't even have flag. divinity, so I just don't have to do it. It's great. I'm never getting we, it. We, were you surprised with the fucking divinity crit spot? What was just the old bullsack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to, like, shoot his head, and I was like, where was the div crit spot? But it's, it's under his balls. <laughs> Someone's got a sense of humor. Someone's like, that's where it needs to be. I mean, yeah. to be to be fair though, if it was anywhere else, yeah, it'd be so. fucking hard to hit because you're kind of like mm-hmm. looking yeah. up at him, right? So I think it's yep. great. Did did this raid like? I mean, it's kind of surprised me in in a way that like you know, especially that final encounter. We're so used to Destiny kind of needing that you know range damage phase kind of thing. So like things like your Izanagi's and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, they work, but to be able to turn around and within sort of like four or five hours of you guys getting through, I'm seeing people go, oh, no, like the, the play here is equally slug shotguns and stuff like that. And we haven't really seen that, like at least not historically in a, in a final boss phase. Do you think that's a that's a good change and something you'd like to see more of? Like 
or yep. not. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty interesting. It's, yeah, we um we had obviously like practiced double slugs uh, for like things like speeds and speed runs and stuff because it's yep. pretty much the highest like precision weapon damage you can do. Um, if you're like swapping between them effectively, yeah, one of the highest sustained um, DPS in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's good to be able to have like a boss that you can do that on. Um, obviously, in the past we've had things like sanctified mind boss, mm. often Narnia, like and the harpy <laughs> running away. Yep, <laughs> the harpy that just runs away from you while you damage it, and it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I uh, don't think slugs were as powerful back then anyway, but that's yeah. It's no, good to get a boss that can make use of the meta. Them. Yeah. Mm. Oh, admittedly, I yeah. saw um, Terra's video. Was it yesterday or the day before of the juggling the two shotguns? And I've been trying mm-hmm. to do that, yeah. annoying the shit out of everyone in my team by like whiffing <laughs> half the shots, but, but still, it works. <laughs> I was up there for DPS, so it works. But yeah. um, all right, well, look, congrats again, guys. That was it's. I don't know. Like we we've been as a str- like, obviously everyone's you know everyone loves Fami, but he hasn't done it yet. So mm-hmm. obviously, you guys are just our favorite. Now. <laughs> he'll get the bounce back raid no look look, it's one of those things where we've been sort of sitting on the sidelines always cheering on anyone who's going into it and it was just nice to see someone that's from our region i mean look australia's got a long history of um sort of claiming new zealanders as their own and you know like russell crowe is a new zealander and nicole kidman and all of these people so we're going to go the opposite (laughs) way uh given how good new zealand is at the moment with both covid and jacinta ardern can you like adopt us i think (laughs) we're just going to become you guys instead of stealing australian destiny community yeah so it's now the nz (laughs) that's the way it works now all right cool well look we don't have a 12 to go through. We don't have like a heap of fucking news to talk. So what I thought we could do is just dive into talking about our impressions of the raid and like the encounters themselves, the difficulty of it, you know, we're going to have to talk about that because that's yep. been a big fucking thing <laughs> yeah. this week. Dangerous subject. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe Matt and I can kind of like give our impression of uh, like what it's like with the universal difficulty modifier of mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've, you've you guys mode and you have mojito mode. Oh, we had the mojito debuff at fucking a lot. <laughs> it was so bad. It was it was fucking hilarious. We were like we laughed a lot. That was the thing that we went in. We're like we. I don't know. I mean, admittedly, and I guess this is touching on something that's been a pretty hot topic in the in the community over the last week. Is that like. We kind of wrote ourselves off before we even went in. Like, we, we were never going for Worlds first, but even for clearing it on day one, we were kind of like, ah, oh, look, we'll probably just go into the first encounter and not, not get past that, you know, like it. So we're just mm-hmm. going to drink and have a laugh and all that sort of stuff. And in hindsight, I'm kind of like, fuck, if I'd taken it a little bit more seriously, maybe we'd have, we'd have got there because nah. it's... Um, <laughs> No, we wouldn't have. No, we wouldn't have, mate. Fucking, that's a mate I was talking. Me and you would have fucking killed each other. (laughs) I don't know. All right, so Um, starting from the start of the raid, we we spawn in and we go, uh, I don't know, we kill some fucking fallen shit and go through a pod. But the the first little sort of sub-encounter is the the platforms with the the pikes. I found that, hmm. like, just a super cool little departure from really anything that we've seen in a raid before right like i mean obviously now oh, everyone yeah, can glitch different. it <laughs> no it was very it was very much like crota right it's very much the crota pillars 
in a different right. setting. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, I didn't think of it that in way. Terms of, like the mechanics of it, yeah. Um, but you're going between the, the things and thriving, and then there's the cheese where you can just go straight to the end anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it took us what like four days to figure we, that out as a community how to bug out bloody <laughs> shelter buff and yeah. just yeah. drive around wherever Day you want. Or two. <laughs> I mean, I, um, all, all I thought was, oh, this is why they added the weather system. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't move you around though, which is know, a good yeah. thing. I, I think that would get really annoying if you were getting blown off the edge. It'd make it harder. Maybe yeah, blown like, off the edge by his barrier. You're trying to get all the pikes to the end, and you just get pushed off the ledge by some wind. <laughs> God. So from yeah. there, we're into the Deepstone Crypt. It's all the the start of the facility, and we end up in the first. What's what's the first encounter called? I don't know. I just call it cylinders. Crypt Does security. Crypt right? security. Crypt security. Right. So. That, I mean, that was the one that we managed to get past while shit-faced, so it can't be that hard, right? How long did you guys, how long were you guys there for on day one, figuring it out? Because um, I guess I your first introduction to the mechanics of Operator it was, in It was just under an hour, I think. Like an hour or not, so, yeah, probably. Yeah, not too bad. Um, so in the tradition You know what I like, thought the tricky part was? I thought the that? tricky part was, was um, or the less obvious part was which security cell to shoot when you damage. actually got to the deep damage phase. Yeah. Did that take you a while to get that or you're like, all right, we're obviously going to use a scanner as well to work out which pillar yeah. to shoot. We, we got I think someone probably probably accidentally had scanned down or like saw yeah. that, so that yeah. there were like things underneath the thing that Corrin responded to it, but yeah. they didn't go up. And yeah. then we sent scanner down to see if they would like light up and it, it, it worked out. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But something we figured out that not a lot of other people did was like, uh, if you send sending red back up after the damage phase, you send operator up, and then the operator goes back down to let the other guy out. Mm -hmm. So I think that helped us with like uh, not yeah. wiping because of the revives. Apparently, people were just like sending red and die eating a res on it. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, really? Well, look, look. yeah we were sending operator down to let the person back yeah. out. That was yes. def definitely the intended way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not eat a res. There was no floor. <laughs> You can take that like we uh, we actually successfully figured out something in the same way you guys did, but I reckon it's probably mm. more like the broken clock being twi right twice a day kind of thing. Like we, just <laughs> happened, we just happened to land on the right way. But then again, yeah. we did have Sass with us, and Sass was kind of like keeping us in shape to some extent before he got really shit-faced and it all went downhill. Um, <laughs> yeah. So from um, there... So did you guys take sorry. notes, draw little schematics, fucking call-outs, or what were you using for... Telling people where which um, which panels to shoot. Uh, we I don't think we just wrote went... anything down, did we? Yeah, we just. I, I fucking like... hate both of you. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> we had Keg, our mate, who's a fucking graphic uh, we... designer, doing like fucking full blown schematics <laughs> to help our piss yeah, like, brains. In the brain. <laughs> but before one of our attempts, I think we got everyone down. Yeah, we, we went. Everyone we went down, and we like figured out the we... call of one through five on each side. We gave it each a name, and then we each looked through the windows to see like where it would be from the top floor. So yeah, right. So you did one to we, one to five on light side and dark side, basically. Yep. yep on top the bottom yeah. order. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's the convention. Yeah, I think our IQ of our team is just fucking uber low, to be honest, Log. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> we need fucking pictures, pictures yes. and diagrams. And <laughs> draw, draw me something in crayon, please. It's funny because <laughs> the more we go back to it, the more we sort of crutch on diagrams, though. So. You know, yeah. maybe you're just ahead of the game. <laughs> That's, we were talking about that on the day, actually, that like the, the person who makes the first most accurate day one diagram 
like that becomes the convention for they the entire the, community the for forever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen a few. I haven't I haven't settled on one, but I'm just gonna go with kegs because I'm biased. So there's that. Mm, um yeah. so from there right. we descend further down into the into the crypt. And it's the, I, I like the way that they've structured the raid in that there's kind of like you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty common in that there's an encounter and then there's the transition between the encounters. This was, um, I felt they they nailed, like, both before and after A-Tracks in that, like, you know, even there's even specific dialogue for if you are an EXO or not and, and all of that sort of stuff. I feel like they did an incredible job of tying it into, into the actual game itself. Um, the big thing in there is is the big cloaked statue, I suppose, Maddie. You're a bit. Yeah. You were carrying on like an absolute pork chop when we saw that. I mean, I'm not sure whether. Don't it was remember, just- but I'm sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, have you? Did you? Were you guys across some of the law before you went in, or are you more on the typical uh, Destiny players? Like, never fucking read a Grimoire card in my life. Yep. Yeah. I definitely lean on that side. I um I have no clue what most of the law means. <laughs> And I know it's like, oh, need a cool. law sherpa at some point. <laughs> yeah. 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 You grab those Mate, I've got to work it out myself. I'm still trying to work out why the fuck Tanix is there. Mm. Um, yeah. That's right. the, the so, big question. Yeah. We were definitely sightseeing on the way through. We were definitely stopping and looking at stuff <laughs> and going through the labs and seeing if there's any little Easter eggs and stuff in there. But I imagine you guys just blasted through. Yeah. Just sort of laser on the oh, There's a door down there. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then were you surprised? Because with Tanix popping out and uh Atrax being a fallen exo, it was it wasn't really a cutscene, but we hadn't really had anything that was like, oh, I guess you sort of have boss introductions, right? Like, yeah, like Velcro, yeah. like jumping down from the roof or whatever. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Like so that, it, was, yeah. it was like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool though. It was a, bit, it's it was, a cool it was way to tease the final, final boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Like you see him crawl away, and you're like, hmm, wonder where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, well, there is a lot of foreshadowing. I mean, you, you drive through the fucking place of the final encounter right at the start. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, is that smart reuse of an area or deliberate foreshadowing? I don't know, but it doesn't really matter because it works. Um, mm-hmm. So, Atrax, cool. Atrax is a son of a bitch. Um, Status Calamitous was the the meme of the day. Everyone fucking hates ah, him. Yes. Everyone's homies hate Atrax. Status so, Calamitous. Um, we can. <sighs> Obviously, that was where we, our day ended. We were so shit-faced at that point. <laughs> we just went, no. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go nope. and, like, sober up and try and be an effective human and parent for the rest of the day. So there was that. Uh, but you guys progressed through uh, through the encounter, through A-Tracks, into what's probably going to be the thing that this raid is really remembered for, into that massive space skywalk space section. Walk. I think... Um, the awesome music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, every team has someone who can't jump. Who is it on your <laughs> team? Who was a person dying, or did you all fly through? So, I don't think anyone. <laughs> no, probably the hunter. It was a flux, maybe. Yeah. Throw him under the bus. Suck it, flux. Sorry, flux. I don't. I don't remember, guys. This is why flux disappears in between world's first runs because you're mean to him. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah, I think we each probably like fell off at least once. Um, I think maybe siege was. I don't think I did. I think I died to the ads at the end. The Briggs. Siege was on a a titan with lion rampants and a sword, so he was um 
He was not full iron. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was but, um, big safety net. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, um, no, it's, I don't know. I feel it like reminded it reminded me of Halo 2. Yeah, someone put in chat. It reminded yeah. me of the Halo 2 section with the... The sound changes a bit, and you and you get that like muffled mm-hmm. gunshots and that kind of stuff, and it was you know pretty cinematic. I yeah, felt like it was just a, sure. a great way to bring down kind of like I mean obviously not when you're doing the world's first attempt and, and racing, you know you still just fucking pedal to the metal trying to get through it, but playing through it like after the fact, um, it's kind of like you know a tracks. You know, obviously it's getting less and less hectic by the day, but the first few times you play through that, it's it's a pretty full-on encounter and it's it's stressful. And then you get this sort of like, no matter how you play it, there's this sort of four or five minutes of, of just chill out, jump on the platforms, kill some shanks, mm-hmm. listen to some incredible music, look at the bullshit sky boxes that Bungie makes and and sort of bask <laughs> in that for a bit and 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 kind of cleanse yourself of the stress before getting into into what's the next one called? The descent or I can't even remember. Descent, I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably should have checked descent, the Rapture. I think the loading gun zone's called Rapture, but it's the descent, yeah. 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 Um how did you guys I think it fare was in that? Quite like that. How did how did you fare in, in the descent the first time around? It's my favorite encounter in the raid. I love it. I think it's oh. uh, I think it was, it was a really the, cool encounter. It was really fun. Yeah. I think I think that encounter probably had like um the the add difficulty that people obviously sorry, sorry just to skip ahead to like difficulty, but that that felt like it had the add difficulty that people were kind of expecting. Um it's just a really tight area with lots of ads in it, which has kind of been yeah. what raids were. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of like Phoenix Protocol wells going down, just really hectic and um, it was still a relatively quick encounter to clear, but it did a really good job at priming you for the mechanics of the boss fight. Yeah, introducing so. blue. <laughs> blue skin. The news. Red, yeah, yellow, the blue. blue. I think um I think that's a pretty well steeped tradition at this point for for raids in Destiny and that, you know, mm-hmm. Crown sort of really did it well first and then um, garden sort of could come along after that but the the gradual introduction of the increasing complexity of, of the the buffs and debuffs and and mechanics of, of the encounter sort of building to the final the final boss fight i i you know as someone who's kind of a little bit thick and needs to be taught things in steps <laughs> very helpful thank you very much chef kisses fucking all the way home but uh <laughs> did you think uh were you worried that you'd done something wrong when the ship started to crash? <laughs> because um, I think there was a what was it? The triumphs got um, hosted or whatever. So we we saw that the encounter was called like a nuclear descent or something like that. Okay, yeah, and right. So we we knew that like crashing down, we were probably doing something right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As as it's changing you're but, doing something right as long as you're not stuck in the room just just kind of go with yeah. it until it it wipes mm-hmm. you yeah so. <laughs> i think it's i mean we've not really seen anything like that before it was a cool really like yeah. as a really epic sort of cinematic feel as you're fighting through i mean obviously when you're you know doing it on a harder difficulty at, at you know the time of a world's first you're not worried about watching the blast shields come off the front the front of the ship as it's mm-hmm. breaking up in orbit or whatever but <laughs> it's nice to go through and do that now with a little bit more time and and check out the the detail that they've put into it because each phase basically there's like an appearance change up on the you know near, near where tannix yeah, is standing cool. at the start it's fucking epic so i mean okay. then bang you, you we're on the ground and then uh you know we're into the final encounter and for no apparent reason tannix is fused to a shank does anyone figure that out? Yet? What's going on? Like, why? Into a shank. <laughs> Just like, 
Is that a, is that a fallen thing, Manny? Like, is there lore on that where like, oh, oh hang on, I'm a fallen and my legs <laughs> He's are He's rolling his eyes. I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh, are they modular as a species? Can they just like be bolted onto each other or how does it work? Don't, don't fucking get me all fired up. All right, <laughs> I'm, da- I'm, I'm scared. <sighs> I'm a little bit okay. scared. I haven't read all the books. Apparently there is a bit of lore about Tanix um, and Eremis, but the whole idea of Tanix being reborn from a nuclear descent is odd. (laughs) 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 It is unusual. I, I don't... There's a little bit of disbelief with how that encounter happened. I feel, I feel like feel it's something like... that they're going to have to retcon and address, right? Because, like, everyone kind of goes, like, fucking what? Like, initially I thought that he was just, like, writing it. <laughs> like, because the first few times I, I, I saw that encounter, obviously I'm just watching people streaming their, their day one runs and, you know, no one's really stopping to just, oh, I'll just have a good look and check him out. So I thought, like, why is this mad lad just sitting on the back of a fucking shank? And then I realised, no, he's like... Just replaced his fucking legs with a shank out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sort of like if there was Siva or something like that and you saw, you know, red Siva lines sort of, you know, he saw yeah. it form, you might you might be like, okay, like he's controlling Siva or, or and that's how previous, you know, raids have been done or, or you sort of see a little bit of a hint of how it got created or it gets created off screen and you just, you know, you f- your mind fills in the rest, you know. Um, but the fact that you literally, the time sequence is you, you plummet into Europa, there's a pile of rubble there. <laughs> Surprise! And he comes out, <laughs> and comes out of the rubble. <laughs> like, I, it was cool, but I, honest, uh, I honestly think that the lament mission should have been the end of, the raid in some way. Like I, I sort of wish they were merged together rather than panics being yeah. thrown in there. Cause I you think the Lament mission and... did a really good job at wrapping everything up. And mm. it's, it's, it's hard I think then it's because what, I think it's I feel like the Lament things. gave people who didn't play the game a really nice uh, conclusion to the story. Yep. But I also feel like it would have been the perfect ending for a raid as well. Like having that kind of boss and that kind of, you know, exotics. I don't know. It's a hard juggle, I think, in that, like, they know that raids are typically not the most accessible content, right? Like, they're yeah. difficult and unless you've got the – you can put together a fire team. Admittedly, this one's – it's pretty friendly. If I'm helping people through it, fucking anyone can. But um, I think that, like, that kind of epic storytelling that brings the whole DLC kind of to an effective end – they, they, they're kind of hamstrung into not being able to have it in a raid just so that most people can mm-hmm. access it, which kind of sucks because I, I totally agree. Like if if the the closing thing of the raid was going in and waking up the big fucking exo big brain boy downstairs and, and all of that, it would have been perfect. But, I mean, I, I made a point that I wasn't going to do any of that shit until after I cleared the raid. So obviously... I slept it off on, on fucking Sunday night, being shit-faced, came back on Monday and, and knocked it over and then went and did all the lament and all that sort of stuff. So I'm glad I did it in that sequence because it felt like that, you know, then my actions or whatever were what preceded it rather than it just being something that was gated by the community. Um, so Tanix is a fight. 
boys how did you um how did how did you go with that because i mean there's a few things going on but i feel like most of the mechanics get a little bit easier in that encounter like operators much easier than it is in mm-hmm. something like a tracks where you're juggling the doors and people and whatever yeah um yeah. but there's more going on you know there's this sort of all three and then the if you're not you know if you don't have a buff you are running a bomb um mm-hmm. was how long how, how much time did you just did you spend there and and what were the sort of like the the breakthrough moments of things that you identified are like okay this is this is the way not to be too mandalorian about it <laughs> um god it's hard to remember but it, i don't think like in comparison to like other day one attempts that we've done we spent a lot less time at the boss than we usually do um yep. yeah i think we picked up on things there a lot quicker than um our past attempts and whatnot it was pretty quick figuring out uh the whole system of scanner dunking and all that especially um suppressor we noticed like the beach balls that were floating above every area and once we figured out that it just the three from uh the area that he goes to lights up that was very simple once that had been like once we'd figured that out and after that it was really how do we optimize damage how do we kill him how do we yeah. dps because we know yeah. we noticed like a lot of other other teams were having the dps problems so we we're just trying everything we tried Wardcliff, probably xenophage or dizanagis and snipers or gls stuff yeah. like that we eventually so, settled on the you need two special weapons because the ads were pretty easy yeah and, and yeah, another thing that kill them always... with a sword they spawn out of certain doors wherever another yeah. thing that we checked and would probably check every time we go forward is we always do one test without divinity and one test with it because there are some bosses in the game where they just have a higher crit multiplier and divinity undoes that so we made sure like we went and test that and we really just cu- try and covered all of our bases when it comes to damage testing and then once we would found our preferred method stuck to it yep yeah perfect it and seemed to work out well i mean That's clearly sad. it did <laughs> <laughs> it worked very oh, well yeah, yeah cool yeah, yeah see, like... I, feel like, I do feel like the last boss is very much just like there's very few ads you you, mm-hmm. you have most of the knowledge from all the previous encounters it's just sort of like executing it really um yeah. putting all that knowledge to, to work and then and then getting enough dps i need to i need to look into how four bomb strat works because i haven't done it that way yet and i want to do it it's one of those things i think that'll end eventually become the way everyone does it once everyone's confident enough but for yep. now it's um, easy to do too so did anyone get the exotic rocket launch? wait do, wait did well first get do, do you all get the exotic Oh, um, I think uh, I think after Crown and after seeing Dado's team get jabated by it, they might have decided yeah. against that. We thought they'd just go with a quest again like they did with Divinity, but they're leaving it as the final drop. I guess they just decided not to do the, the whole six people just in case of another situation like that or right. some other reason. But, yeah, um, that was one of the right. moments of doubt that we had when yeah. we were you know, waiting for the confirmation. You're like, we didn't all get the raid exotic. What if, yeah. what if someone else got it before us? Yeah. If they all got it, because there was yeah. talk that like that was how it would be, but we couldn't see anything from like Bungie saying that that was going to be the thing. So, we, I think hey, so talk me through what happens when you finish. Do you did you tweet it like what? What did you do to get word out that you've like 
get wrecked, everyone. We've done it. Like, <laughs> but also like people were already there in the stream. They just yeah. Brought, I guess they. Yeah. Someone saw it, and then someone told their friend, and they told their friend, and then... <laughs> How many people did you have watching on the final boss? Uh, Claw stream had peak about 20-something thousand viewers. Fuck. I had about 400. I don't know what sort of had, a few thousand. Yeah. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah, yeah, it was literally like, just like, the second we got to like the final damage, the final stand, it just peaked viewers, like, went... That it's one of those exciting. things. It's one of those things that we we've spoken about on the cast before. I think what, the episode where where we had Ninja on and, and Ninja was like right up there. Obviously, Last Wish, which is you know will probably go down <laughs> as one of the most insane raid races of all time, just by the scale of it. But um, yeah. it, it's it's the kind of thing that that like if you were there and you you, you know you you can do what you guys have done over the last fucking you know this this event. It, it, it's something you can build a career on in terms of streaming and. You know, like you're out there now. People know who you are. People know what you're about. Um, and you know, there's there's a hell of a lot of people have just come through and and managed to sort of experience that at, at through this event. So I think in in that sort of sense, it's an incredible way that Destiny has of kind of celebrating the you know like pinnacle players, which you guys are. So. I hope that it's something yeah. that you guys are, are looking to do and looking to double down on and build on. And and you know, us as like the, our regional community, it's it's just excellent that, that we've got dudes that are that are doing this stuff. Like, I mean, Fami's of uh, absolute legend and has been doing it for a long time yeah. as well. So, you know, he's he's much in much the same boat. I hope that it's something that continues, and I hope that with the return of like Vogue, I think Vogue will be. We were, we were talking about it obviously before we went live and. Uh, I think Vogue will be a different kettle of fish. I hope, my hope <laughs> is that they change up the mechanics in Vogue. I know that that would probably yeah. get people upset, but I feel like if they change the mechanics at least a bit, then it becomes, we can, we can have a world's first race where if it's the same, it's going to be, you know, like mm. it's so to the advantage of people who played D1 and, and have done it before. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage it. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. But again, <laughs> dudes, just to close this out, congratulations a huge achievement um and you know just fucking make the most of it please because it's just excellent to see good blokes doing good stuff all right now we can get into talking about the toxic shit that went into the community all week so uh, we the good yeah. stuff the good stuff all right go and fill up your yeah. fucking tea cups because you're about to get the tea you yeah. know what go and fill a teapot uh -huh. full of mojitos because you're gonna need it <laughs> Oh, yeah. look, I'll go first. We're all allowed to have an opinion here. You can, you know, mm -hmm. obviously there's two very distinct skill sets on the DDU this week. <laughs> the capable side, if you're looking at the screen, on the left, the capable <laughs> players. On the right, Team Mojito Force. <laughs> right. Australia so and NZ. The, Australia and NZ, true, true. The green and gold on the right. Too pissed to do anything effectively anyway. So that's pretty much on brand for us as a nation. Um, so, I mean, a lot of it, we, we'll talk about Glad's tweet. I think genuinely it was, I don't think he meant the the, the scale of fucking carnage that, that came after it. I don't think that was the intention of it. No, but reading not. it, yeah. reading it at first pass, it did come off a bit like <laughs> a bit of a backhand. Yeah. So... Yeah. Look, be that as it may, he's come out and clarified that and that, that is what it is. But the real discussion is around, um, I guess, whether or not for a day one raid this was difficult enough and uh, how do we then go and make like content at the level that you guys are going to thrive in going forward. So 
I mean, for us, the fact that we probably got through to Atrax is testament that, that like, the ads and the fact that all of the ads in the raid are kind of arc for the most part and you can spec to, you know, downplay that pretty heavily by, like, 40% if you're going to stack mods. I feel yeah. like this raid, in comparison to other raids, and, I like, I don't have a benchmark for a day one raid, really. I'm comparing it more to, like, prestige versions of raids or hard modes or whatever like that, where, you know, if you take your eye off the prize for a few seconds, you, you're cooked, you know, you're going to get ganged up on and killed, where there were times, at least in the first encounter, when we were trying to wipe and it was like watching ads just with fucking <laughs> Stormtrooper aim, uh, like yeah. unable, we'll like just fucking time. kill me! Yeah. <laughs> I'm here! So, uh, like, how do you guys feel about it? Do you feel like, I mean, I guess like to, to lay the, the facts out, this the clear of this was much the same in terms of total time as um, Garden. And obviously heaps less mm. than last week. I don't think Bungie's a company. And Crown. Want- Crown, I think it was the same as like four hours. Yeah. Crown yes. was like six and a bit. We're like Crown, in, in the middle. Garden, Spy, all of them are sort of four to six. Spy was like eight, I think, wasn't it? Do you think that's a, like the that, sweet yeah. spot? Do you think that's... I think like- it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, think so. I think the reason the number of players have been lower for those is just much lower player, like player numbers, player counts. A lot more attempts at this raid. But also... This past year, like Bungie's introduced things like Master Nightfalls and then two seasons ago, Grandmaster Nightfalls, which is all content that, quite frankly, the ads are just harder than raid ads. They're just <laughs> a lot stronger. And we have a lot of builds to like account for that. And I think that's mm. part of the reason why people found it so easy is one, just sort of they've had content to practice and and get used to to strong ads. And then those ads have actually been a lot stronger than what we get in the raid. So, so the, I mean, the community I for one still haven't done a Grandmaster Nightfall. So. <laughs> Dude, get in there. You, you need it for fucking breakfast. I mean, maybe that's not, I'm probably telling you. No, it's really hard and it's challenging and you should do it to prove yourself as a gamer. I don't know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, I think that that's, that's a fair point. Like in the, the, farm, the, the master ones for me for the materials, that's all I would do it for. Yeah, true, true, true. I, um, I, I'm definitely... In the in the boat of it was more people, you know, more time. Like this is the first time I've been able to jump into a world's first in probably years. Mm-hmm. So that is a real clear. Ind- and I actually have been fucking probably the busiest of this is the busiest I've been in four years. You know how I yeah. fucking know because my PhD my PhD is due next month. So I fucking <laughs> statistically know I'm fucking flat out. Yeah, <laughs> it's the busiest I've been. And I've had the most sponsors I've ever had on a fuck on the fucking channel. So I've had oh, to be making all that content. Calm down, and play the game, and and I still got to do well. So I know there was a. It was relatively easy to get to raid ready, uh, in the time period between releasing Beyond Light and doing the raid because I was able to do it. And if I could do it, that means fucking a lot of people were able to get that to that point. Um. I also think there was a fucking heavy interest in Deepstone Crypts and it piqued the interest of a lot of people because of the history of the Exos and the leaks that were coming out. And I think people wanted to actually experience some story aspects of Deepstone Crypts. So they they jumped in on, on that too. I think that contest, you know, I know we were all drunk, but I actually team comp, like we were, I think we were probably above 
average players and we wouldn't we're not we, we wouldn't we if we weren't drunk we still probably weren't going to get past a tracks so like yeah you know I, I i thought it was it was perfect and i think been umming ahhing if i'm going to talk about look glad's glad's tweet is was I, I'm going to start a new business, right? And it's going to teach YouTubers how to make apology videos. I'm going to make <laughs> fucking money about it. Because he, here's an error of apology videos. This is not an apology. No, guys, you interpreted me wrong. That's not what I was saying. It's your mm. fault. You interpreted me wrong. That's not an apology. An apology is, you know what? It was a bit of an elitist shit take. I said it. I didn't probably think about it too much. I definitely see that it was an elitist point of view saying it's a handout. It downgrades and downplays everyone who put the work in. I'm completely contradicting myself. That's not what I meant to say, but that's, look, that's what I said. It was fucking shit. Now that I've been criticized for it, I'm going to back, you know, I, I, I've reflected upon my words and I agree. It was a shit take. That's how you make a fucking apology. Not yeah. you interpret it wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually talking about all the future raids and the, no, you are fucking talking about Clovis Bray, Deep Stone Crypt, this raid right now. You thought it was a handout because lots of people did it when really you were ignorant to how many people actually participated, how much time people had to participate. And that finally, it's not just fucking Pogger streamers who have four days to grind to the actual level to actually participate in the raid. There you mm-hmm. go. I think it's yeah, and that, and that's like where it actually sits now. I think is a healthy space, right? Like it's different mm. to where it has been, and I think that's probably what you know. Like when you when you consider the, the shit that that Glad and you know like gigs and stuff have, have been through in the past, and you guys to an extent as well, that you take. Like this, this was the the zone that that content lived in, like twenty four hour yeah. fucking day one clears and all that sort of stuff. And since then, Bungie have, have definitely deliberately changed the focus of that because we're getting yeah. the shorter day one, compl- the shorter world first completions. But it's, I, I think it's healthy for it to become an event that is like for anyone willing to really fucking put the effort in. Like, and I'm not talking like. I oh, just, you know, get to level and, and have a crack. Like, I know that, like, our clan, like the TA boys, I know how much work they put into that. And obviously, you know, they're not they're not god-tier fucking slayers of, of you know, this sort of stuff. But they, they fucking worked. They worked as a team. They, you know, and it took them 20 hours, but they got through it. Yeah. And then to sort of, to see the tweet sort of that, that read as though it was it was diminishing that I was like dude that that's not on so I think that if if we have this expectation going forward that like okay right if you are going to like really put your cock on the block and try and build a team and you don't have to be the the greatest players in the world but you're gonna have to stick it out and you might have to stick it out for fucking 20 hours to get through and get your day one clear and get your emblem I feel like like that's that's a f- fucking really positive thing for for raiding in Destiny because I was I looked at people like that and went you know like I'm inspired by members in my own clan to go out and fucking and make this raid my own as well. I mm. don't think I I think the the kind of the 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 mix up of it all it's kind of like you know you've got your day one completion here and then the you know the, the big bickies which is you know the world's first race which obviously you guys are that's always going to be your focus. So mm-hmm. I, I believe that, like, we, we need, like, a, a fucking a special emblem and, and all that sort of stuff for people, for the guys who come, you know, you guys who, who yeah, take, like maybe take it top out. Yeah, top 100 or something like that. Yeah, I think maybe that. Maybe problems. it's, like, 
but we're going to go through and we're going to we're going to verify and prestige. Yeah, yeah, verify the top fifty teams who complete the raid in, in that order, and you know maybe maybe it fucking says here's your emblem, and maybe there's the metric little tracker on it that says yeah, okay, you like came forty ninth, you know, mm-hmm. or twenty eighth. That's or a whatever. good idea. And I think I that, like that, that way, yeah. that way, you end up with the prestige. You end up with the like, we were here, we did it quick, we were like right up there, and you have it for forever. But it doesn't, you know, stop the the people. It who doesn't are detract like, from other people. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's a huge learning experience, and obviously the debate that you know it's it's not going to be missed. It's, you know, the scale of, you know, the the kind of, I mean, there was a lot of toxic shit said, and I I need to I need to absolutely make clear that like. If you're out there threatening people over a fucking video game, you're a dickhead. And it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, whether you're, you're being elitist, mm. whether you feel like someone else is being elitist. If you are actually going to threaten someone over a video game, like go into your bathroom right now, look in the mirror and then headbutt it because you're a fucking moron. But like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, and I think... You know, uh, this community does... When, when you've oh, got- no, I shouldn't say this community. All communities are prone to that on the internet. It's just... It's 2020, man. Yeah, and like put it this way, like God help us if if Log and I ever have the audience that Glad does, because we'll be making apology videos every fucking second week. You know what I mean? I, I say that. I you say know, that so a lot. Obviously, obviously under, <laughs> under more one. scrutiny, the larger you are. But like fucking, what's Spider Man's fucking uncle saying? With great power becomes, comes great, <laughs> great responsibility, right? So if you, yeah, look, we've talked enough about it. like it, it. It came across as a bit of a bit of a sore loser and a bit of an elitist opinion, right? When when really the if you're at the top of your the directory in Twitch for Destiny, you should be going GGS, and then and then take a week off and then think about I think about you know how you might make comment on the difficulty of the raid because i think after going from contest mode to non-contest mode did change my opinion a bit i was like hmm interesting like this we fucking did blow through this after contest mode yeah, yeah. so that sort of like supported my viewpoint that contest mode was done pretty well because we went from no way we can complete this to actually this is actually pretty easy to get through yeah but that also yeah. sort of supports the idea that maybe ads weren't oh, like, yeah. uh, they, the fundamentals they were. They were of the raid maybe weren't very challenging it, in itself. It really felt like the difficulty like lay in the mechanics uh, rather than the threat of ads and threat of bleeding out revives and whatnot. So exactly, it, it kind of leans one way or the other in some raids, and this one it definitely felt on the me- mechanic side, which I guess yeah. helped a lot more people clear clear at once strategies once, were developed once and you solve to, the mechanic that's yep. true i would agree with that once you once you know yeah. the mechanic i mean but that that's sort of the whole point of raids but yeah it did it did seem like it yeah i agree it did seem like it was skewed towards mechanics rather than ads so it didn't really matter if you maybe were and because everyone was raid ready and once mm-hmm. yeah once the mechanics were solved then then it was a yeah right yeah yeah definitely i think definitely. um I think a worthwhile conversation we can have like coming out of the back of this is like, obviously we have very different skill sets, but from, from you guys, if you could see um, like, what would you implement in terms of um, like modifiers or whatever, you know, obviously we, we, we've got the direct comparison of contest on contest off. Um, but you guys are at the peak of, of that PVE crowd. What would you want to see? implemented 
for you to be able to get more bang for your buck out of this content? Because I can imagine that like right now you'd be able to do this blindfolded and it's not much of a challenge and hence it becomes a lot less fun, right? Like, you know, unless you feel like you're actually doing something worthwhile, it gets old pretty quick. So what, what would you guys mm-hmm. do? What would you like to see? Just completely spitball like it's, off the cuff. I mean, it's it's thrown around like a lot since its introduction, but a toggleable contest mode after day one. Turn contest really mode nice. on, you get more loot. Or like an actual hard mode of the raid, like in, in Destiny yeah. 1 with like highlight, which was basically kind of contest and they had like slightly harder or difficult mechanics, harder mm-hmm. ads, stuff like that. Yeah. No No revives, wasn't it? as well yeah something like that yeah um but that being said just because a raid is like like if a raid is lower in difficulty that doesn't necessarily mean that we'll get bored of it quickly like we tend to sort of go in with fewer people do low man stuff like low man three man and two man bosses and whatnot so it's not speeder it's not it's not the end of the world if a raid is like quote unquote easy um there's still a lot of fun to be had in a raid it's just uh yeah more options would just give us obviously yeah we have to make it to sort of harder for ourselves rather than having the option to you know be rewarded you know in a game with loot or whatever so we'd go for the low man's which is like i don't know it's our own reward or the speed runs which is you know another title or another out of game reward you, you of. three-manned it like the day after didn't you <laughs> did i say that right yeah uh, <laughs> a few I... people did it before us but then yeah everyone else is just sitting there struggling to six man the fucking thing <laughs> how do you how do you juggle like deactivated augments and stuff like that with that or do you just have to like one phase at that final boss uh no you can you can you have to die basically or you can well, wait it out yeah. the whole time you, just what about die, ricochet though? rounds can't you ricochet fucking bullets <laughs> off the wall yeah for yeah, atrax to get yeah. the orb off you um, can, the atrax you can, um, you can self-reset yourself yeah, for, <laughs> that's pretty funny. For Tanix, um, for because people have done three man flawless already, and that's something I'm working on with two of my friends, Ever and Ziggy. Yeah, I think they'll be. And um, the way you have to manage that is you have to juggle the uh, the nuke between you, so that the person who got deactivated can get rid of their buff and let the cooldown sort of expire a little bit oh before you God. move on. It just sounds so stressful. <laughs> like, it's I just fun. sit here it's, and I'm like, I get anxious just fucking hearing about it. All right, what we might do, we're going to open up, <laughs> we'll open up chat. So if you've got any questions for, well, for these boys, because like, honestly, there's nothing worthwhile that you're going to ask me or Matt, like fucking hell, maybe a law question for Matt or maybe, maybe a law like question, yeah. an alcohol related <laughs> question for me, me I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can cover a I lot of ground between us. <laughs> so if you've got a question, fire away uh, and we'll, we'll do that for a little bit and then, and then we'll get out of here. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this raid, like Deepstone Crypt hit so many right notes and I feel like there's there's a few little things like I, a definitely a toggleable contest modifier would, would absolutely knock it out of the park. I think that'll definitely be something that they'll be looking to do because it, it seems like such a yeah. no-brainer, right? Like it seems so straightforward. Especially right. like, have you guys got the, the new rocket launcher or not? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah. What 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 are we talking? Is it is this? Because I actually haven't really seen much about it. Is this is this a Galahorn two point or what? Uh, it's got really good burst damage on like the first shot, as far as I can tell. But uh, it's kind of like hard to sustain it. I think if you kill like four ads with it, and it gives you like fifty percent extra damage on your next rocket. Um, but then, Wait, so yeah, what do you mean? So like you you got to aim it out at some ads and then blow yeah. them up, and then and then aim at the boss. And then yeah, and then your next rocket will uh 
or next six rockets, I guess we'll yeah, do. You just reload and like that that shot stays in reload, and you can just. Oh like, right, so you can prep. You can prep. It's for like the... kill clip, but for a rocket. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, but you can still store it, and you can store it. Like you can switch weapons, yeah. and yeah. it'll, yeah, it'll be there right, for fifty percent damage on the first shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so can you say can you say you yourself using that over like taking exotic slot for that? Uh, there's some like very niche uses for it, but it kind of. I don't know. I, I probably won't take it. It's not like a situation where like 1k on release where it was just the best exotic in that slot on yeah. release and everyone wanted it. Um, yeah, right. But it's definitely fun to use and it's definitely pretty good. Cool. I think it's good. All right. So first question from Antivist TV, TTV. What do you think you guys did differently compared to previous raid races that helped you pull through? Uh, just- we didn't choke, sort of. <laughs> don't choke there you go, kids. We've, had, we've been at the boss and we've been you know pretty close to finishing you know relatively just, you know high places or first or whatever but we just haven't been able to close it out and that that happened to us sort of because we got to final stand and then we wiped but we just i thought that was going to be a choke back. moment <laughs> yeah but we were able to like go back in and still do it like like after we choked i was like we know what to do we know what to do we can do this we can do this we can do this yeah, and it was definitely the attitude going in. We were a lot less, yeah. um, less focused like. on on number one, and as a result, less stressed and yeah, right. clearer I mind. Think, like you know, yeah, that did, comes. Did from you have? I think was there any point, moment where people got angry at each other, or were you? Because you guys seem pretty relaxed, dudes. Was there any? Um, was there any angry? Any angry boys? I don't. A couple of times, uh, but it only lasted like a minute, and then we just got over and got. Yeah, right. it's literally like a case of like ten seconds. Someone will be like, "Why did you do that?" And then we'll kind of have a laugh about they it. Explain next or attempt. Talk it out. Okay. Yeah. And on first encounter, Flux, Flux didn't infuse his, his Xenophage up, and we were using Xenophage <laughs> for damage. And he yeah. didn't have an upgrade module, so we had to go <laughs> fly back to the tower to go grab it. <laughs> really? And infuse yeah. his Xenophage back up, and I was like. You could have done this before. All right, so hold on a second. So Flux fucked up the jump, and then he didn't have his Xenophage done. What's going on here? How, I don't know how true that, that jumping puzzle thing is. That's Terra's statement, not mine. Uh, hey, do you have any spots for next raid? I'll bring a deep one. I think I think Matt, what we've learned out of that is that they took the exact opposite strategy to us. We're like. We kind of went, well, if everyone's always angry, there's no one who's really angry. It was the, the Hulk strategy of, oh, that's my secret. I'm always angry. <laughs> so I'm always angry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, another one of you boys. Uh, aside from the toggleable contest, do you think adding in more variables like match game, but not necessarily that modifier, but just as an example, would uh, force people to use different loadouts playing through the red? Um. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like uh, the whole modifier things kind of played out with uh, the prestige raid layers back in year one, yeah, I and don't think so. those were kind very of well. a bit of a mess. Yeah, no yeah. offense to the designer who made them; they were fun to play a few times, but they didn't offer that much replayability. Um, one loadout, you must use this. Yeah, in right. terms of modifiers, yeah. um, the stuff from the GMs is. Like, again, hit or miss. There are some modifiers that's just like, you just take more damage. And that's kind of like where I would lean. It's a very simple thing that just ups the difficulty. Things yeah. like you take more damage while jumping kind of just feel like crap, if I'm honest. Like, 
you mm. you get penalized for pressing Forward. a button effectively yeah. yeah and you often forget about it and it's i'm not a fan of those modifiers but um yeah so yeah so, a lot of the stuff from gms would do well in raids i think if um if it was sort of on power or a little bit under power or whatever yeah i think i think like adding some of the champions and stuff like that would, yeah i don't say champions yeah i mean like yeah. that could be a pain in the ass especially if you were doing like that raid at contest modifier and had mm-hmm. some of the the more nasty champions on the field than you had to deal with as a team i think you know i mean obviously having now what's the fucking chainsaw called that you can just chop the fuck out of everyone <laughs> it changes the game a little bit no. i i actually thought that we were going to see a lot more of that in the raid because of that i thought that was heralding mm-hmm. like okay well there's you know they're giving us this because obviously we're going to need to be clearing something with it champion so it'll be interesting raid, yeah we sort of went in expecting there to be a lot more champions to kill you know with the artifact mode where you finish a champion you get heavy ammo we just I think we ever used it, and we only got champions on the encounters without bosses. Um, I'm not. Yeah. I think that's probably intentional because that's how it was in Garden as well, as far as I'm aware. Unless yeah. you, uh, champions yeah, final. there's champions at boss if you go to I one of the islands that. during DPS. But who would ever do that? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it's weird. I I kind of think that there would be more space for champions in the raid, like if they just want more difficulty but it's kind of but iffy if that would make sense on a boss fight or whatever having to deal with like a smaller boss that forces you into like one loadout um i think really just more of the like yeah, orange true, bars true, and yeah. tankier ads to to eat up bullets and slow mm. down your ad clear would, can, would help. can i ask this because someone asked about stasis in in uh in the chat did you guys run stasis at all no, not I don't even, think so. <laughs> I don't think it was even a thought to switch to stasis for any of the encounters, at least for me. Yeah, I just we're don't. so familiar with like the other classes, and we've had a lot of time to play with them and whatnot. Definitely kept like an open mind, like in preparation for raid day. Yeah. But during the raid, there was no point where I thought, you know, stasis will really do this part well. Um, right. How do you feel about that? Do you think they? Do you think that's the right way to go? Do you think they should have been? Um, I think that it kind of depends. I think it's more of a symptom of like stasis as a subclass, uh, not fitting the really higher end of PV content as well as it could. Maybe I'm I'm not sure. I'm just sort of yeah. speaking out my ass. There's not really there's not really a support stasis. Yeah, there's yeah. not a support stasis class, which no, is yeah. what you'd probably want for exactly. Add clear and the radio. That being said, I, survivability. I did... I did find the close because a lot of the encounters were quite closed in. I actually did find like I mean I was running stasis just for fun. Did find like the the hunter's super like a little tornado because you know the first encounter is basically a small room. Uh, the the morning star dropping that down is also a small room, so you just you throw it down and just just wipe, just sort of goes through and freezes everyone <laughs> once more. I actually really enjoyed using stasis yeah. in there, but obviously it wasn't. Going for worlds first. I think it's one just thing I know. By nature like, of it, it, do, it doesn't buff damage, right? Like, there's no like yeah. maybe maybe we'll see something come along in the fragments and and aspects sort of stuff where you know the, it really adds to the utility of it as a support class. But I just can't see it getting close to like wells and bubbles and that sort of stuff at the moment because they're just yeah. you know they're, they're so across the board. You know, like at that point, you are just straight buffing the damage you are doing with your gun, and that's that's what you want. One thing I didn't think about 
to do a stasis before the raid is that the hunter soup is really good at like staggering bosses so if you're ever going yeah. in for like a sword on a boss and it has like a stomp that you're worried about like yeah that's where true. that super would really come in but we just didn't have that in the raid and so that i guess would never have really been an opportunity for a, yeah. a hunter to and, and to. the stasis grenades for the um what is it the the champions champions you can, yeah. you can stun I think it'll come Maybe into its own in, in Grandmasters on. and stuff. I think there's there's a lot of utility yep. there. And even like doing doing a bit of lost sector farming and stuff over the last few days, I've like it's what I've used for that because you you know, freezing mm -hmm. champions and all of that. Even when you're solo, it, it's you know, it works quite well. I just think that like in terms of like a six man activity with you know, that you're not you're not doing enough to kind of buff your teammates. And I think that that's where it, it's falling over. So whether or not it's something we see expanded upon I, I hope we do because I, I feel like that the way the subclass works is pretty novel and, and really interesting and, and I'd like to see them expand upon that, which they're obviously planning to do. But um, at the moment, I can totally understand why you guys are sticking with your tried and true methods of, <laughs> of what's worked for you in the past. Can we just get a moment of appreciation for the fact that we finally got a fucking boss without a boss stomp mechanic? <laughs> can we? Oh, uh, about How that. Good? <laughs> if, you, uh, if you go under him, like, while he's doing it, when he's about to uh, spawn the nukes, he will stomp. Oh, really? I've never oh, been yeah. close So we've got a floating boss with a boss stomp. Now he'll like, float up, float down, and you just get pushed back by something. <laughs> just <laughs> like the god wave. And also during <laughs> DPS, he's got the electric field, which just constantly, like, it, it ramps yeah, up damage and kills you. you back, yeah. so. How did you oh, feel that about that? The, the fact that there's literally a little couple of like a target symbol drawn on the fucking floor for you to stand in that's there at all times yeah, like, again yeah you know like yeah. before tanix even gets up and is fused with the fucking thing there's already the target symbol there so you can you know like you can yeah. show people where they've got to stand i think it's it's novel in that like it lets you show someone through that raid like really fucking easily like here's the fucking goldilocks zone of not too electrified and not too hit by debris where you want to stand <laughs> you know just yep. right but i think that um i don't know it's one of those things that when you're like when you're doing it subsequent times and it's there on the floor before anything's happened you're just like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so did you All guys right. go grab lament straight away after you finished or did you no. get off uh I, I started I the quest like, and I just kept getting distracted by <laughs> by by other things. I was just sort of in disbelief for that like hour just, or two afterwards. So I I didn't yeah. get it until like my subsequent clears when people were like, oh, this is the strat for boss melting. And I was like, oh, I should probably finish that quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about Lament? It's great. It's a, a really it's like really a really, really powerful exotic and it's uh fun to use. <laughs> Do you know what I really like about it is like the burst, like it is like the the burst damage is great, but it's not like sustained. So I sort of like how there's still a splay a, a a place for fallen guillotine. Well, I mean it's obviously not an exotic either, but it just feels like it's like if you can wipe out the boss with it or or a, or a champion or whatever you're doing, it's awesome. But if you need like sustained, then you you might choose something else, and it, that feels really cool. How it's got like a quite a specific role that it fulfills. I think the mm -hmm. only issue with it is that, like, hit detection. Like, I was watching Aura farm fucking Nightfalls last night, and the only thing that ever brought him unstuck was that, like, like when you're trying to hit something and end up charging past it just inexplicably. Do, do you know what I've been told? There's some kind of mapping in it. 
No, do you know what I've been told this completely changes for me? What? And I can even I can do it. You aim at the ground and you don't dash past them. Huh. Yeah. If that, sort of if that is true, it, it will take you from like <laughs> from dashing past them to doing a fucking ridiculous like just always wiping whatever boss you're on. You literally just because you still got the MLG games, kids. What the fuck is this? No, I was told. I was told this. I was told this. And as soon as I made that adjustment, you just delete yeah, right. things. Absolutely yeah. delete them because you can always hit your banshee whale or whatever it is. Your stacks. My my always favorite thing about that. Always deliver it. My favorite thing about that sword is just that it, it feels like it's taken swords and then like doubled them into like anime fucking you know like the. It's borderline the Street Fighter, like fucking fast. Yeah, like you can see. And stuff. It's so good. Really it's cool. so satisfying to pull off, especially. I mean, it does a fuck load of damage, but even if it didn't, and it just looked like that, people would still do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, unreal. Well, we might we might wrap this up, dudes. Is there anything that you uh, you want to discuss before we close, boys? Or anyone? Anything? Anything? Everyone's got the airing of grievances. Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, no, it's been pretty thanks unreal. Yeah, like thanks for having us on. Like the support Anything. from you guys and the rest of the community has been incredible. Like, it's been Insane. actually like <laughs> I still can't believe it. Unreal, <laughs> but um, unbelievable. Yeah, we really did it, Soda. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's 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 next? Like, uh, are you guys streaming a lot? Are you looking? Are you making other kind of content? Like, what's what's on the cards now? Yep. Um, me and Tara actually just earlier today we've been practicing uh, for speedruns of the raid with a few of our friends, like uh, AC, a few others. Yep. Um, yep. And AC, yeah, yep, and uh, occasionally sort of just stream like three man challenges, whatever. But yeah, see see how it comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get the the YouTube content as well. <laughs> Streaming good, man. pretty hard as well. Yeah. Good, good. That's good. So what That's what's good. the what's the streaming schedules look like for you guys? When can people find you? Um, tomorrow at about reset plus two hours. Which yeah, is right. like 8 a.m. NZ. Yeah, that's how yeah. we measure time in our sort of international teams. <laughs> yeah. Reset, Reset plus. Yeah. Yep. Me, AC, and, and will probably be, all be streaming that. Yep. And, and each each day or certain days? Um, haven't got a schedule yet, but it's just probably whenever we do runs. Day. Probably tweet it out um, on our Twitters or whatever. And yeah, I stream sort of in the evenings as well when I'm playing with australian friends and stuff so yeah so i'm sort of going to ban you from talking to log ever again because you're reinforcing log strategy of like not being organized and things just work out and it fucking, <laughs> piss, and it fucking pisses me off <laughs> logs is always like nah i'll be right just don't worry about yeah. planning don't do this don't do that nah, it'll be fine i'm like we need to be organized 90 percent <laughs> of our conversations is matt going what are we doing about this on me just going no nah, we'll fucking wing it it'll be sweet what She'll, no, be right. just, she'll be right. Yeah, exactly. That is it. It's it's an issue at some points, but yeah. here we are. No, I think the, lot of the logistics. Yeah, you got to get a little more organized. But yeah, yeah, yeah not all this sort of stuff. But then yeah. I do, then I do, and I get fucking bit by bloody blackouts anyway, and we fucking have to. Oh, yeah, Might as well just wing it. What's the fucking yep. point? Yep. <laughs> true. True. 
No, it's good. Well, look, look, dudes, it's been a pleasure jumping uh, into this conversation and having a chat and uh, having you on. And look, uh, look, I mean, obviously you won't be strangers, but we're going to have to have a chat again at some point, maybe leading into the next raid yeah. race and we can talk about um, where it where it's headed and, you know, it, whatever else comes up. I'm looking forward to you guys getting your hands on VOG whenever that comes, um, I'm, you know. <laughs> I it's it's one yeah, of those things. It's kind of I feel like maybe in Destiny's history, it's kind of a little bit over like over loved in a way. And I don't mean that in like it, it shouldn't be, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's like Very yeah, it's so it's many people remember it so fondly because of that. I just hope that yeah. it's received that way by you know people who haven't who haven't played through it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, all right. Look, where where can people find you? Like quick quick links. Just is Twitter the um, best place to follow well, you guys along? Yeah. For, for, yep. Twitter for me, uh, A Zero Terror. Yep. Twitter and Twitch definitely, and they're just same as their usernames. Or maybe not for Terror. Mine's Soto Solace. That's I'm so, I mean Twitch is, and YouTube. Yeah. Rad. A Zero Terror on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find you. all right well we're gonna we're gonna write out but before we do that we need to uh participate in one of our deeply esteemed fucking ddu traditions of asking mylan where the law will find people this week uh matt if you can you conjure up some some law is there is there any law to be had this week what's what's happening um so there's a there's a there's a teapot right Okay. And you're thinking, oh, what's in this teapot? <laughs> what's this teapot? You take that out and you expect there to be a liquid, no liquid. You see there's a note in the bottom. Oh, maybe th- maybe this is a law entry in here. You pick up the note and it just says, day one emblems are handouts, eat a dick. <laughs> Bring back World Line, fuck! <laughs>